wonderful to have you on Uncover Wealth Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Excellent. So Trish, why don't you tell us what client relationship problems do you typically see that are losing businesses money? Usually what it is, is that businesses overpromise and underdeliver. Mm. Okay. Especially in the service sector. I know that there's a lot of competition out there, but the more honest you are about your capabilities, the better off your business is. Of course, if you have a deep well of resources and you know that they're they're available and accessible, it's not really overpromising then, right? Because you have access to them. But if you don't and you're not sure, it's best to play it safe. Yes, <laughs> so I that's one of the reasons. Yeah. I completely agree. I completely understand that. I often find we have clients that come to us mm -hmm. for exactly that reason because their previous accounting firm has done exactly that. They've overpromised and underdelivered on, mm -hmm. you know, what their area of expertise, basically. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I can completely see how that's an issue. So, like you said, it's about being honest in your communication. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Do you see any other kind of big relationship uh, communication problems that people have when they're trying to to build these profitable relationships with their clients? Well, it's also a matter of making sure that the client is matched with a person, an account person mm. that knows how to communicate properly. And yeah. we're getting into various areas of what I do here. Mm. So, <laughs> but there are a lot of account, we'll just call them account managers, account supervisors that are afraid to communicate with the client. Okay. Mm. And that's, again, that's something that I, I do teach mm -hmm. and that's a huge problem. Okay. Because what you need to do is to be able to treat your client like an adult yes. and have an adult relationship with them. And if there's a problem, you don't wait till the last minute, even though, you know, you don't want to bring you know, issues to the client. You always want to make sure that you're on top of things, but the world that we live in is not perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we can't always have things run smoothly. Things don't always run smoothly. I yeah. mean, just look at what happened to 2020. Yes. <laughs> Little did we know. So you always have to make sure that you communicate quickly. Mm. Okay. Obviously, if you have a team, because it depends on what kind of service you're selling. Sometimes yeah. it's just one person that's client facing and that's mm -hmm. the person that solves the problem. But usually there's a team that works together that you go to your team and you ask, you know, what's the solution? What's the timing? Mm -hmm. Would there be any extra cost involved? And then you go back to the client and you say, this is what happened and this is how we're going to fix it. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, one, there's a knee jerk reaction. They just pick up the phone and they just blurt it out mm. and then the client's like okay so what are you going to do about it mm, say I and don't they know. don't know mm. <laughs> they're like let me get back to you on that no you don't get back to them on that you have the problem you figure out the solution with your team mm. again i'm stressing with <laughs> your team okay because of the over you know the over promise thing again we're yes. going to avoid that and then you go back to the client and then quickly as quickly as you can tell them what the issue is and then Make sure that you tell them this is the solution. There might be a little bit of negotiation that needs to happen. Like I said, maybe the solution will cost them a little bit more money, but be upfront about it. You know, that's that's really the only way for me. 
that's the only way to go is to yeah. be honest. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So are there ways that we can identify relationship issues before they become a problem in our organization? What can we look out for? What can we do so that we don't we don't basically learn about these relationship issues as a client is walking out the door? Well, as a if you're a manager, obviously you need to spend time with the people that you're managing mm. and observe them. Mm. And depending on how many people report to you, you do have weekly or monthly sessions with, you know, with them. They used to call them one-on-ones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I still do. I still call them one-on-ones. <laughs> okay. So you still have, you have your one-on-ones and you can tell, you ask them pertinent questions. At, at a certain level, you should be able to know what questions you need to ask the people that are working, you're mm -hmm. directing, that you're managing. And then find out what is it that, that they need help with and maybe model it for them. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that I used to do is I used to bring someone who would report to me. Let me take mm -hmm. two steps back. This it might be something you're familiar with, mm -hmm. but there used to be a department called procurement. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think they've gotten rid of that department okay. now. <laughs> Call it oh. procurement too. <laughs> okay. But um, they used to have a department called procurement. And procurement basically was the department that went over the budget and questioned everything. Mm. Okay. I brought them into a procurement meeting with me. I, I was the one answering the questions on mm -hmm. the budget. It was her account. She was the one day-to-day -day managing it. But I brought her into that meeting because she needed to see how to negotiate with that level of people and with that department by the way we didn't give back a dime mm. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what they're there for is they're going to try to cut back the budget i yeah. gave back no money yeah so <laughs> i wanted nice. her to see how how you demonstrate that you know you mm. don't go in you go in with confidence with with the budget that you put together yeah because that's what it takes to get the work done don't hmm. back down. <laughs> yeah, completely. Right, right? Nice. Nice. So, yeah, don't sell the farm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> tell so tell me, how can we what what tips do you have for fostering these fostering better relationships with our clients? Then obviously kind of modeling is one of those when managers are are noticing that there might be issues and those kinds mm -hmm. of things. But is there anything as an organization wide that you know, we can just, we can put in place so that we can make sure that we are, you know, fostering great relationships with our clients. With the clients. Okay, so number one is, like I was mentioning, is demonstrating behavior that has integrity, okay? Mm -hmm. The other thing too that I would say is to make sure that the client that you have, you get to know them. And I don't mean like how many dogs they have, how many kids they have, although that might come later because mm -hmm. you, you might spend a lot of time talking with them. Mm -hmm. But there's also that you have to pay attention to who, they, who do they report to, how many times do they report to them, when do they report to them. And all of this basically is helping you anticipate what they need. Mm -hmm. So if you know that they have a status meeting on a Wednesday, 
then make sure that by Monday, well, Tuesday morning, Monday afternoon, you give them the rundown of what's going on so that they can present something. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't wait for them to ask you. Okay. You do yeah. it right away. And it's, it's all about paying attention to what the client needs. And I don't mean like, I don't mean this hierarchical model of, of a relationship. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's an adult relationship. It's a partnership. Yeah. And that's how I always work with my clients. It's a partnership. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not on a pedestal above me. We yeah. work together. Mm-hmm. And, but there's a certain, there's a certain function that I need to serve. And that is to anticipate what they need and to provide that to them in order for them to look good to their bosses, to their supervisors. Mm -hmm. And in that sense, when I need something from them, okay, for example, an asset, because I used to work in digital tech, digital Mm -hmm. advertising, when they, I need something from them, then they don't hesitate to get it from me either because they Mm -hmm. understand, okay, this is what she needs. Yeah. So it's sort of like a symbiotic relationship where you're both working together and you both understand like when I say I need something, I need something mm, <laughs> and you need yeah. to help me out the way I've helped you out. Mm. But really, like I said, paying attention to the client, paying attention to what the client needs and anticipating that and providing it to them before they ask. Nice, nice. And I like how you bring it back to that behaving with integrity as well, yes. because I think it can um, it can be something that gets a little bit lost sometimes, I think, particularly in the sort of digital online space where people have that whole, you know, fake it till you make it yeah, type no. mentality, which no which people always get unstuck with and never serves anyone in reality, but it can get lost sometimes with that stuff. So I I like that that's that's an ingrained part of building the relationship because let's face it, if if you're going into a relationship with a sort of fake facade on, you're never ever going to have a proper relationship with somebody, whether that is a client whether that is in a romantic relationship, yes. whatever that is, we can't go into things yeah. with that as the underlying um, foundation, foundation of the relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, I also believe that, and I've said this a couple of times already, you have to model the behavior for the people that report to you. Mm. If you don't show them how to develop good client relationships, then they're not going to learn it from you either because yeah. you're not always the one that's client-facing. They're the ones who do the day-to-day work. So mm-hmm. you have to teach them those behaviors. First thing I try to remove is the fear of talking to the client. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I said, yeah, you just have to think of it as this is business. And if we're honest, we have nothing to be afraid of. Yes. So that's the first thing I teach. Yeah, yeah I like that a lot. I know that when I started my career and I, mm-hmm. and I had to start being client-facing, I was very nervous about speaking to the client because you think, what if I say something wrong? What if I mess up? Because at that point, I think people forget that it's okay as well to say to a client, actually, I don't know how to do that, but I'm going to find out and I'll come back to you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where sometimes people can get stuck with the fear of speaking to a client or they get caught out with this integrity piece, don't they? Where they feel like they don't want to actually admit to a client that they don't know something. But I think that it's important to say that that's okay too. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. 
there was a time when I was working in corporate and I had 40 clients. Obviously, I had 40 clients, but not at one time. Mm, yeah. So they came in in phases. But overall, and they were high-end. For some reason, they gave me the high-end difficult clients. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> I guess because they knew I was, you know, I, I can push back. Yeah. And I can manage, I can manage them. So a lot of times I would be working and the phone would ring and I wouldn't pick it up, mm. even though I could tell like it was ex-client. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I would see it and I'd be like, okay, I need to finish this. Yeah. Okay. So I would finish the work. I'd pick up the, the call, understand what they're, you know, what they're asking. Hopefully they said what it was. Mm -hmm. um, and then if I did, I would email them. And I would mm -hmm. say, just want you to know, I know I, you, you left a voicemail. Mm -hmm. It's about this, this, this. If, if they said what it was about, mm -hmm. then I would list it. Um, I will get back to you before this time. Mm -hmm. And I will provide you with the answer. It's an acknowledgement that they called. Yeah. So there's no avoidance, right? Mm. So maybe they, they didn't get their answer right away. But there was an acknowledgement that they reached out to you that helps build the trust mm -hmm. right that the client is like okay she's paying attention yeah she's not leaving me hanging even if mm. she didn't pick up the phone <laughs> yeah. yeah and in that situation what you were also doing is managing their expectations yes. so it's like yes i know that this that you've asked for this or you're looking for this i am going to you know get that to you at mm. this point in time i think that's another thing that many people either don't do or they give a date or a time, but then they don't stick to it. So they say, yeah. oh yeah, I'll get that to you by, by tomorrow, but they don't tell whoever needs to know about that. And it never ever happens. And then the client again is left going, hello, and the, being the one that has to chase rather than yeah. that proactivity happening as well. I mean, again, if we're gonna put this in reality, mm -hmm. there, are, there may be times when the answer, you cannot get the answer yeah. that day. Of course. So then again, that's where the honesty comes in. Mm. I know I said I would get the answer to you this day, but this is what happened. Mm. And, you know, rest assured, I'll have it to you because you would know what the situation is by this time. Eventually, you develop enough of a knowledge around the work that you do and the work that your team does that maybe you can supply some part of the answer. Mm. You're yeah. not completely blind. You know, you understand what the work of your team does mm. that you can supply some little piece of it so yeah. yeah and i think another thing too often happens when people are scared to pick up the phone to the client or or communicate with the client is there's sometimes people forget that the client is human too yes and they will unless they're having a really bad day they will usually understand yeah. they will usually go oh okay great thank yeah. you for letting me know yes let's follow up in two days when you're able to do that thing and actually most people are completely okay with that yes just as long like i said don't leave people in the dark yeah. because nobody likes that yeah okay i think the term is ghosting yes i think it is i think that's what the cool kids are saying nowadays yes. don't do that and yeah, like I said, treat them the way you would want to be treated. You know, would you want the answer at least or at least an acknowledgement that you reached out? 
Yes, you would like that. So mm-hmm. do the same for the client. Anything can be negotiated. Okay, yeah. that's the way I approach things with a client. And I have another story for you. Mm. And this one, we had a client, a larger client. This is when I was in corporate. And this is where I learned all my, you know, <laughs> this mm. is where I got all my knowledge from, obviously. Yeah. It's for working for somebody else. Yes. Now I just teach it. Yeah. Um, so we had a, a client and they wanted this complete website in a smaller amount of time, in lesser okay. time. And I sat with the team. I know enough about the work that mm-hmm. I knew that it wasn't possible. So the account person and I, I was in project management operations. Okay, mm-hmm. so project manager being me and the account person were going back and forth. And I said, this is not possible. Mm-hmm. You can promise it to them. It's not going to work. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. I don't want to be on a team that's going to lose face. Yeah. Okay, I'm also half Asian. So there's, there's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I want to make sure that I deliver what I say I'm going to deliver. Mm -hmm. So I said, make that phone call, conference call, and I will speak. And he was like, no, no. I'm like, make the phone call Mm -hmm. and I will speak. So we made the phone call. And the project manager who was day-to-day was in the room. Because, again, I am a big believer in teaching and role modeling how you should interact. Nice. So... We get the, the client on the phone and he's, of course, saying, I, I want this. I want this is what I want. This is what it has to be. This is this. And I'm like explaining to him why not. Yeah. And then I just stopped. And the account person was, you know, gesturing. Just to kind me of flapping around. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I told him, you know, just relax. Just relax. Mm-hmm. And I said to the client, let's say his name was Alan. I don't mm-hmm. know. Okay. I said, Alan, tell me what you want to hear. Mm. Would you like to be smiling now and crying later? Yeah. Or would you like to be a little less happy now, but ecstatic later? Mm. I said, you choose what scenario you want here. And that's what I'll tell you. Of course, the account person was like, again, he like, was you can't of, say that. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. And I just told him just relax Mm. so the client was quiet and he goes fine trish tell me what can we do (laughs) and i said okay this is how we're going to do this Mm -hmm. so what we did basically is we phased in the website and i said we will launch with this because this Mm -hmm. is what's more important to you this information Mm -hmm. and then we will start backfilling and then i will give you the different milestones uh, for each yeah yeah. for each uh for each phase mm. so that's what we did and when the day came 12.01 a.m that day mm-hmm. i was up i was at the computer <laughs> waiting for it to go live it went live mm. they were over the moon yeah because again you know i was honest we were honest this is what we can do for you mm-hmm. you want any more it's not gonna happen yeah and you have someone to report to so mm-hmm. I, what do you want yes so negotiate and- yeah. And and manage the expectations of the client too. Yeah. So, you know, this is what we can deliver at this time. We can't deliver any more than that at that point. Yes. I know you want more, but we can't do it. And I think that's really important as well is just to, is, you know, stand your ground with that too, because mm-hmm. you, it's like you said, you don't want to over promise and under deliver that. 
you know, that just causes a lost client, a disappointed yeah. client, someone who's not happy with what you're doing. Whereas we, we all want the opposite effect yes. from dealing with clients, regardless of whether the outcome of whatever we're doing was 100% what they were looking for. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that they walk away pleased with what, the, mm -hmm. with what they've reached, the point they've yes. reached with us. Yes. That's why I said everything is negotiable. Mm -hmm. And just as long as you're dealing from a place of honesty and you mm -hmm. deliver what you say you can deliver, yeah. then there shouldn't be a problem. Mm -hmm. And again, like I said, you have to think from the client's perspective, they have supervisors they need to report to as well. Mm -hmm. So make them look good by making sure they have the information and the mm -hmm. plan to go to their supervisors with and mm -hmm. report to so. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's, uh, Trish, I think you've given us some great, great tips to creating profitable relationships with clients for you. communicating with our clients better. So I'm loving that. Trish, how can people connect with you, find out more about you and all those things? Well, they can go to my website. It's trishtagley.com. You'll have that in your show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to spell it out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's two downloadables that they can access from that. And I'll give you the links. And again, I'm not going to spell it out because yeah. <laughs> show notes. We're going to click on the, no click yeah, click on exactly. the link, everyone. Yes, exactly. And the two, one, one of them will help, will help them organize uh, their work better. Okay, right. so they can prioritize better. And then the other one is a script to help you negotiate with a client who wants more for free. Mm, nice. <laughs> that is yeah. very nice. I think that's yeah. going to be one that is highly clicked because uh, <laughs> because that is always an interesting discussion. We'll uh, we'll of course put both the, all, all the links rather in the show notes for everyone as well, so that they yes. can uh, they can come and check those out. Trish, thank you so much for joining us. I very much have enjoyed our discussion today, and yes. we will speak soon. I am sure. Okay, great. Thank you Take so it. much. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I'm Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.